Yes, we can. Okay. Okay, so we're just going to get Wendy up here, and whoever's got questions, we'll have to ask. Okay. It's a great interview, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. It's a lot of fun. It was. I enjoyed it. Hey, Eva, can you hear me? I can, yes. Awesome. Love listening to the interview. Yeah. Um, And I guess my um, one of my first questions you know, Asia has had the chance to to be around so many amazing athletes in her career today. But the one that um, sticks out to me is she was able to spend quite a bit of time with Kobe Bryant. Um, What do you think that meant to her? And obviously with Kobe's passing, I mean, it impacted the entire world because of his legacy on and off the court and what he was doing for the women's game. Uh, yes, um, Asia did spend, you know, quite a bit of time with Kobe, and it was very, very, a very hard time for her. Um, Kobe taught Asia to be her authentic self, be who she is. Um, he taught her to be disciplined in her craft, you know, just to leave everything on the court. And just to be who she is and not try to be anybody else. Um, And she took all of that to heart, of course, when he passed away suddenly. And um, she's still dealing with that um, some. But I think for the most part, though, he just taught, he just kind of, you know, told her, be who you are. You know, play your game the way you play your game to the best of your ability. And just to stay focused and to stay disciplined. Thank you. And, you know, for someone who was amazed when Blake Griffin knew who she was <laughs> and looked up to Lisa Leslie and Candace Parker, and now, you know, she's got Kobe, you know, mentoring her and helping her and all of these athletes who now look up to her. I mean, that's got to be pretty surreal for her. And as a mom, I mean, how, how amazing is it being for you to kind of watch her now mature and materialize to She's not just the young girl anymore, even though she's still the young girl to you because she's your daughter, but now she's uh-huh. looked at. Yes. Um, and like I said, you know, when she first got into the league, you know, she was asked to be the leader. Um, but Asia, I think, grew up with the pecking order um, mindset. Um, so she had to jump right in and be a leader for her team. But I think along the way, though, because of the idols, you know, Candace and Lisa and Coach Staley and those into those people for her, I think they really helped her to hone in on her leadership skills, whether it be um, vocal or just showing, you know, showing her teammates and being there for them. So I think that's what really helped her, to be honest, the role models that she had. And like you said, for her now to be a role model for so many other um, athletes, it's really amazing to me because, like I said, I never look at her as being the quote-unquote role model, athletic, athletically a role model or anything like that. So 
that part is a little different for me, but I am, I must admit that I am quite impressed. I'm, I'm quite impressed with how she's taken on the leadership role for other um, expiring athletes or athletes that are already, you know, with her in the WNBA. Well, and now a qu- question for both Wendy and Eva, and we can start with you, Wen. But, you know, as your child is a child growing up, and you're walking with them, whether it's in the shopping center or you're on the street, you know, they're just your kid, right? And then now they're famous. When you walk with them in public, is it weird for you? For me, um, this is Wendy. Um, It's not that it's weird, but sometimes I just get annoyed with it just because I'm only in Florida for a certain amount of time and I want to spend as much as much moments, minutes, seconds as I can, and then we get bombarded, right? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then I look at people like, what did they see? To me, he's Kim. That's my baby. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So sometimes it takes me aback when I'm like, well, wait a minute. Hold on a mm-hmm. second. They see something different. So you, as much as it drives me nuts, you just got to sit back, you know what I mean, and just allow the fans to be the fans. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Well, um, for for me, it may be a little different because Asia went to school here at home. Um, mm-hmm. So the fan base is a fan base, okay? Yeah. Um, because they've they've seen her grow up, you know, all the way through. She's been here. They've been her fan from high school through college. So the fan base is the fan base. Um, and, and with us being from Columbia, we know a lot of people, you know, we, we're from here. So it's always a little different. I look at it a little different here in Columbia because we kind of know, we kind of know everybody, not everybody, but you know what I mean, yeah. being from here. So it's a little different here, but I would tell you Vegas is um, different because the team is new. Well, it's not new anymore, but it was new coming to Vegas. And her first season, you know, a lot of people didn't know about the Aces. So we didn't really have to deal with that. But now, now we do. You know, it's a little different. So I guess already dealing with the fan base in Columbia because we were from here. And then the, the fan base in Las Vegas is a little different because they don't know her as well as the people here in Columbia, if I make a sense to you. So it's a little different. But I just kind of, you know, just look at it as okay it's a blessing because it, it could be the could be the other way around so i just kind of look at all of it as a blessing and you know just make sure that she um handles it correctly and takes on as much of it as she can nice okay, we'll get chris up next hey eva how you doing I'm good. How are you? Good. So nice to meet you. Um, my question for you is, and I apologize if this was already if this was already talked about. I, I just jumped in. Um, was was the intention for Asia to always kind of pursue the pursue the WNBA, or was there maybe like a particular moment when she was in high school or college where um, you and her both kind of collectively realized that this would become her her reality as she got better and better and better? Well, I think. Once she got a, once she got a, a handle on the fact that she actually could play and was pretty good at it, um, I think that's when she started saying, "Okay, you know, I think I might be able to do this, you know, on a professional level." 
Um, but initially, because she didn't even want to play in the first place, she never thought about it. But I think once she got better in her, you know, high school years, high school years or whatever in college, year, I think I think that's when it really kicked in that she could that she would could do this. Awesome. Scott, do you mind if I have a, a quick second one? No, go ahead. Um, my second one is more about her. Has she talked about, you know, what she might want to do after after her playing career is done? Obviously, she's still really young. But, mm-hmm. you know, is she interested in coaching or, you know, is are there other things that she might want to pursue um, after her playing career? Um, well, right now she declares that she does not want to coach. I think that's going to change. Um, but right now, Asia um, wants to stay in the women's basketball, you know, arena, whatever that means, maybe some broadcasting. And she did do a little of that. Um, but Asia wants to get involved more with youth. I don't know the dynamics of that. I mean, I don't know what that means, but I know she does want to um, be more involved with maybe tournament planning. I don't know. I don't know. Something dealing with um, youth, though, I do know that much. But then, you know, she has an entrepreneurial side as well. She just bought a candle company or started a candle company. So she does that and she likes, you know, fashion design. So I don't know. I don't know. Listen, I have no idea. Cool. <laughs> I Thanks mean, so you know. <laughs> okay. Thanks for the answer. I really appreciate it. We're going to get Lamar up next, okay? Hey, uh, Eva. Um, Lamar here. Um, I kind of have two. I kind of have two questions. Maybe I'll have more later. I don't know. Um, okay. My first question is that uh, you know something that the WNBA and specifically uh, Asia is known for is um, speaking up on social justice issues. Yeah. Um, what What are some things that maybe you have taught her or she has gone through that has enabled her to use her voice to such a powerful? Um. I think a lot of Asia's voice, using her voice, to be honest, is in her makeup. That's her, I think it's genetics. Um, our family has always been heavily involved in civil rights, um, equality type things. So I think that that's where she gets it from. Um, yeah, that's where I think she gets it from. All right, and my and my second question is um, because we know that there are people too. What was she like as a as a child? Uh, you know, maybe was she like the most energetic person? You know, maybe she was quiet. I don't know. Maybe like it was. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> well, um, she was like a combination. A combination. She was she's she's she was a combination of um, energetic and being can be quiet at times. She grew up, you know. Um, she grew up, even though she has a uh, a brother, she grew up in the home here by herself. Um, so there were times when she had no problem being alone, you know, playing alone, being alone. But then there are also times when, you know, you kind of want to be out with people and do certain things. But as far as energetic, uh, not overly, not overly at all. Oh, not no, not overly. Just a regular kid. All right. Uh, thank, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for coming up, Lamar.
Um, if you guys are wondering, we did a full interview with her. It will be out on Wednesday. It's called Courtside Moms. She tells, talks a lot about her story, which is really fun, and Eva's a great time. But we'll get <laughs> Trish up next. Thanks, Scott. Hey, Wendy. Hey, Eva. Hey. Um, yeah. My question actually follows along the lines of Lamar's first question, and that is about Asia's statue. Um, I'm pretty sure that she's only the second WNBA player to have a statue erected. I, we have to, you know, I have to d- take a bit of more deeper dive, but as far as I can see, Lisa Leslie is the only other female basketball player to have a statue erected. And this one is at USC. And Asia was quoted as saying that it was the campus that her grandmother yes. wasn't even allowed to walk on. And yes. here she has a statue being built in her honor. And I just yeah. wanted to know, like, as a mom, as a family, um, as a group of individuals who are so heavily um, vocal about civil rights and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. social justice, mm-hmm. how did that moment feel for you guys? Uh, first of all, we didn't know she was going to say that part in her speech. So she kind of caught all of us off guard. Um, but because we know what we know, about our family and our family history, we felt overwhelmed and it was also very heartwarming because we knew what our families had gone through living in the South. Um, And so we were really happy that Asia has embraced that part of our family history and that she understands and knows um, the progression of where things, where we're hoping things will go. I love it. I mean, I I feel proud for her. I can't imagine what you got, how you all feel. <laughs> um, honestly, like, and it's just, and to be so young and to be so brave to use your platform in such a way, like, uh, that's so powerful. I mean, I, maybe that seems weird that I would think, but I think, you know, when you're young, it's hard to, to put yourself out there like that. Um, and yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm a big fan and... <laughs> Looking forward to hearing your interview with Wendy. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you, Trish. And we'll have Kyle up last. Hi, Eva. Hey, Wendy. Uh, thanks for having me up. Just as like as, as a mom uh, and a fan, uh, how enjoyable was it being in those uh, atmospheres of those college crowds? Oh, my goodness. As a mom, it was great. It was absolutely great. I mean, our fans in South Carolina are the absolute best. So that, oh, yeah, that that was great for me. I mean, they were, they, you know, they really um, backed our team. And regardless, good, bad, or ugly, they were always there for them. And so as a parent, you want that. You want, you don't want the fair weather, fair weather um, friends, fair weather fans. I'm sorry. Okay, awesome. Thanks so much. Kurt, got one more question before. Perfect. Okay. My last question, uh, both Wendy and Eva, um, Wendy, Kem will be representing his country, Team Canada, and competing for an Olympic medal. And obviously, Eva, um, your daughter will be representing the U.S. team. So both of your children have the opportunity to come home with some hardware from the Olympics this year. What is that like um, for both of you guys? And I guess we can start with... Uh... Um. I would love nothing more for Canada to come home with a medal. I know we (laughs) (laughs) team Canada, the men, they have been trying for quite some time to qualify, but I really do believe that 
they can do it um, this time around if they're given the opportunity. I mean, Nick Nurse is a fantastic coach. He's highly respected. The players do um, really enjoy his coaching style. Um, and particularly Cam, he, he liked Nick because he said this is a coach that allows him to just be him and play the way he can play. So with the good, great Canadian players that we have now in the <laughs> Cummings, I do believe that we'd be able to uh, bring home a medal. Yeah. <laughs> well, since we don't know whether or not my daughter has actually made the Olympic team... <laughs> so <laughs> humble, so humble. Since we don't know that yet, but we're hoping that she does. I'm excited. I'm really excited because I know that we will be bringing home the gold medal. That's right. You know, <laughs> she just she she needs that WNBA chip and Olympic That's gold right. medal, and then That's and then right. she's got. That's right. We have it on our vision board. So, yes. Yes. Amazing. Thanks, Scott. Thanks, Wendy. Thanks, Eva. Thanks, both Wendy and Eva, for coming on. Um, as always, Eva, we appreciate your time. Can't wait for the AC season to start. We'll be cheering on Asia. Well, thank on, you. Uh, we, I, you know, um, I would say I'm cheering on the Southern Carolina, but uh, South Carolina, but I'm cheering on UConn, so I'm, I, I can't oh. lie to you there. I'm, I'm a page fanboy, so I apologize for that. But uh, anybody okay. that's here, that's okay. We, that's fine. <laughs> but uh, but we will be cheering for the aces. But um, anybody that's here, we drop our episode on Wednesday. Eva is a lot of fun, as you guys can tell from the Q and A. And like I said, thank you again so much to Wendy as always, and thank you for Eva for taking the time and spending some time with us and all the fans. Oh, thank y'all so much. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. You are an amazing guest, Eva. Thank you so much. And oh thanks for wearing that shirt you had girl, on Girl, you don't know. You know it. So you know what? Everybody, she had on a shirt today. It was fantastic. And to me, it, it was of the statue, right? So yes. you had said, if anybody wants to get that shirt, it is on clevershirts.com. And I will spell that. It is K-L-E-V-R. S-H-I-R-T-Z dot com. Yes, clevershirts.com. That's right, everybody. Get out there and support the WNBA. You already know. I got my orange hoodie on. All Thank right. you guys so much. Yeah. Take care, guys. Thank Have you. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. I do it naturally, baby.